traditional territory of the Mississauga people. Where are we born? Toronto. Toronto. no pronunciation. I appeal to you as a fellow American, but I'm Canadian. You don't look it. It's a common mistake. Unbelievable respect and much respect to these fans, to this country. This is unbelievable. Best there is. Whatever you're feeling, take it to the altar, because I'm not the one that's responsible for your feelings. You know, God works in mysterious ways, but it just, I, my spirit feels like it, it goes with Canada. Uh. <laughs> now that the nerves are out, hey everybody, and welcome to Not That Sorry. You're here to be fun and fine and black and Canadian as we are, with no apologies for it making you not that sorry about it. You get it. It's funny. I'll also add you're here to get a laugh or two in between the new hobby or habit you've picked up in this new life of pandemic. One last thing. We at Not That Sorry stand with all of our indigenous brothers and sisters standing their ground, defending themselves and protesting injustice, broken treaties and racism coast to coast to coast. Mm. And just in case it needs to be said, we're a Black Lives Matter crowd here. So let's have some fun. I'm Jan Shreve, nerd enough to tell you why in Fellowship in the Ring, Gandalf couldn't just call the eagles, but also not nerd enough to read through all of the first Dune book quickly. And with me, what a treat. <laughs> I've got my two awesome co-hosts, Antonia Lawrence on my left and John Braddock on my right. What's up, everybody? <laughs> got a podcast. <laughs> it's Saturday night. <laughs> John's going to bleep that again. <laughs> Don't matter. <laughs> Two takes. <laughs> oh, man. This is exciting. I'm excited. This is going to be a good time. Also, <laughs> calling the Eagles. <laughs> how many nerd arguments I've gotten into about how, oh, Lord of the Rings could have been so much shorter. Why couldn't Gandalf just call the Eagles and give them a ride? Because he couldn't. It's not how that works. Come on now. And we will have a separate discussion about that. Oh. <laughs> Nerds want to get at me. You can, we, can, we can do this. Hit us up for our Twitch. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be discussing all things. Why you're wrong about yeah. certain things that Why you Why that couldn't just happen. Yeah. Come on. Like Tolkien wouldn't have just thought of that. Dummies. We needed 800 pages to. Okay. <laughs> Y'all okay. wanted this to be a short story. Okay. You wouldn't have you wouldn't have appreciated the story. The yes, it's a story about a long walk <laughs> with battles and swords and trolls and magic and riddles. All right, just <laughs> this is the hike you went on with your friends that you thought was just going to be an hour, and three hours later, <laughs> and like two hills and like rock and rock slides and blah blah, and you're like, yeah. why did I agree to this? And they're like, but it's gonna be great. The view at the top is worth it. I promise, it's worth it. It's totally <laughs> worth it. It's the hike you thought was gonna be ended with brunch and it just isn't it brunch just, never comes no it never comes it never in fact comes. it's just trail mix and tears <laughs> don't trust your friends everybody that's the lesson i'm getting from this <laughs> aka hiking with antonio <laughs> yeah don't trust me i'm the friend i'm the friend who goes no it's gonna be quick it's like 10 kilometers round trip no biggie <laughs> but i lead you with what the, a canadian sentence yeah i lead you in with the yeah it's like a four kilometer hike there and back. Oh, and it's too late because we're already two and a half kilometers in and we can't turn back. I'm so sorry. She's not sorry. 
but you trusted me. You're right. Not I'm that sorry. Not that sorry. If you will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a treat. Life with us. A treat. Yeah. You're so happy you're here. <laughs> we know you are. We can hear it through the sound waves. Yeah. The, the soft <laughs> of your laughter. All right. So let's get it started. Listen up, everybody. <laughs> In the midst of all the crises that we are dealing with this year, let's um, put our focus on to the important things. Uh, I was recently at a protest earlier this week for in in support of the Mi'kmaq um, fishermen and women who are in Nova Scotia and dealing with absolute nonsense Racist. from non-Indigenous uh, fishermen who literally have the monopoly on commercial fishing and all sorts of whatever, but it's not enough because how dare these Indigenous uh, fisher people get out there and fish when they're not fishing and, you know, it's about conservation. It's about, no, it's not. Because the how many thousands, hundreds of thousands of traps they have compared to 350? You heard it. 350 compared to, what, 300,000 or something stupid? It's not about conservation. It's about control. It's about upholding your racist ideals. And we're not having it. So yeah. whatever you can do to show support uh, for the Mi'kmaq who are out there fighting, like, and in some cases literally fighting for their rights and freedoms and to trying to uphold this treaty that really is just, it's not serving anybody but colonizers. So yeah, I would you like were, to see. You were at a protest. I was at a longer. protest and it was beautiful. There was round dancing and there was music and there were speeches and it was just such a beautiful time. We met downtown um, at Nathan, sorry, Nathan Square, geez, Young and Dundas. <laughs> um, and then we were able to move into the actual intersection of Young and Dundas because they blocked off uh, the immediate areas. And for it was just so... For social distancing. For social distancing, obviously. Um, but it was so great to see all of these different faces, young and old, in between. Everybody was there. And just the solidarity was overwhelming in the most beautiful way. And I can't express how grateful I am uh, to even be a part of something like this and to show my support. Because at the beginning of the year when all the other protests were going on, and COVID, yes, is, is still very real. Um, please don't get that twisted. It's still very much happening, and we're not going to be out of it for at least another couple of years. Protests at the very beginning were scarier to go to because it was just like we were in this unknown. And I also was just very hesitant about going because I didn't want to put anyone in my immediate life in danger. But I also was just like in turmoil myself about going to protests. And I would try to get up and go and then be like, nope, not feeling emotionally stable, can't go, supporting from the outside. So it was nice to be able to actually be physically present and to see – I got to see some friends – that's we're dope. there too, and that was really dope. A friend of mine recognized me <laughs> because of my nails. <laughs> um, Who gets ID this I way? I thought that was comical. She literally said, I went on to social media to double check, and there you were. <laughs> I was like, love that for me. Perfection. Um, but yeah, I I was very grateful to go with the neighbors, and we were just happy to be bodies there in case. And just a giant uh, screw you to the... 5011 police who showed up um, wow. that was unnecessary considering that you don't show up in those type of droves for anti-mass protests but that's another story yeah. <laughs> but yeah it was incredible and just so beautiful to hear these stories um 
of people who have gone through so much, but then who are also still fighting. It's people really underestimate how hard it is to continue getting out of bed every morning when you feel helpless. Yeah, absolutely. And you can't go and be with your brothers and sisters in another province because of the pandemic that's going on, because of financial issues, because of you know racism, systemic and overt. All sorts of things are blocking people from being with the people that they love and want to support. And they can only do so much from here, but things are happening. Like there was another protest... In Ottawa, and there's like other stuff that's going on. The GTA, like people are getting involved, and yes, COVID sucks, and it's been really awful. But one thing that I do credit it in, in a weird twisted way is that people were able to actually gather yeah. this year, and numbers mean a lot. Um, numbers actually get to show, you know, the law enforcement and the people who are naysayers that you know it's not just ten people who are passionate about this; it's thousands. So. I mean, we still do say the the ten or less yeah. protests. Of, oh yeah, you know what was the sign I saw oh, a couple yeah, weeks ago? Um, COVID is uh, government induced communism. Yes, that that was yeah. hysterical. Oh man, bunch of dummies. <laughs> yeah, good but times. Yeah, we stand with you. Uh, we fight for you. We hear you. We see you. We are here. However you need us to be, wherever you need us to be. Um, indigenous lives matter. They just do. Behoove you not to forget it. Yeah. Can't believe that's a thing we have to say out loud, but uh, here, here we, we are. are. <laughs> to uh, Speaking of where this protest was held, I saw a tweet that was, I mean, I'm not really on Twitter, so someone definitely sent it to me, that it's, you know, this, this really cute black girl um, standing at young, young Dundas, and the tweet <laughs> said, um, downtown Canada trying to be Times Square. <laughs> and the responses, like, obviously, off the top of my head, my responses were just, what? But, okay. <laughs> and it turns out everybody else who was online at that time felt the same way <laughs> and had images and graphics to be like, so uh, we will share them to our Instagram page. You just have to see what downtown Canada. Because <laughs> somebody tweeted, oh, that the Maple Leafs need a need a quick rebrand real quick as the downtown Canada Maple Leafs. <laughs> uh, uh, Toronto is no more. It's even Wendy's Canada. Canada chimed in and said, nice day to get a Frosty in downtown Canada. <laughs> like, just Toronto, Toronto out of was hand. Finally, Toronto has finally become the center of Canada that it always wanted to just be. Just downtown Canada. <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> like, is Times Square downtown America? Because <laughs> let that cut both ways. Yes. Let middle Ama- middle America. <laughs> that don't make sense to me. Yeah, here in the heart of America. <laughs> oh man. Um, this just gives this just gives other people who hate Toronto already so much fire, so, so much, much more fuel to be like, see, you guys already think you're better than the rest of us. It's like we didn't say it. It was somebody <laughs> else who's not from it here. It was a tourist. Who it's not us. But it's also gonna be Torontonians being like, well, someone else recognizes it. So. And therein lies. <laughs> Is there anything <laughs> yeah. said wrong? That person is John. Someone's, someone's going to go, but Where? where's the lie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be, um, I see no lies here. And then that's going to incite and a whole other person already. <laughs> had enough. Someone's going to go, a lie? <laughs> In the comments. And that's that. I've had enough. <laughs> Just enough. <laughs> Jan's worst fear. Yeah. But. We're not that bad anymore. I wouldn't know. She's not from here. I'm just not. Right, <laughs> she's right, casually. Right, she's right. A, a passerby. It's true. 
It's just taking her a little longer these years to just get out of here. Just some wayward vagabond. <laughs> <laughs> I've only been here two years. <laughs> Stop saying that. <laughs> I lived in Hamilton, <laughs> which is not Toronto. You also lived in Meaning when I moved here, which Toronto loves to say isn't Toronto. It's true. It's very true. So it's very true. <laughs> decide yep, you're right. what it is. I think Torontonians <laughs> only allow Scarborough to be counted Decide as Toronto. what it is. Anything outside of it, they're like, absolutely not. <laughs> For those who yeah. want an exploration <laughs> into, or an exploration to start off a conversation about Toronto as a culture, with me at least, watch a web series called Next Stop. It's four episodes, about five and a half minutes each. But each episode, particularly the very last one called Pool, Let's discuss, because <laughs> there's one that's really funny, although I didn't get the references because new here. Um, there was a, a whole argument about beef patties from Warden Station or Islington Station. Yo, that's a real I, fight. And they, it played out. I'm like, huh, I get that this is a thing between them. I just don't understand why. <laughs> I will say right now. And for any of you, you're wrong if you think the Islington Station ones are better than Warden Station. The Warden Station well, patties you need to watch are the better ones. I've had both. And I will stand firmly in Warden Station being the better one. We will give Antonia's <laughs> specific <laughs> contact information yeah. to, to deal with her directly. I will. The views and opinions of yeah. Antonia do not necessarily reflect those <laughs> of the entire crew of Not That Sorry. I don't know what John feels about them, but I have had both on multiple occasions. I'm th- I'm very much in that mindset of like having to test things. I want to make sure. I'm also just not that passionate about beef. The last ones I had were the Acting Saltfish ones from Kensington. Oh, but so those are nice. He bougie. But those are <laughs> so nice, though. So, I mean, even then, and far and in between. That's like that's an outlier though. He's beyond your peasant station <laughs> patties, I guess. Well, I mean, I'm not even a beef patty, so you're right. Yeah, that's right. At least me, like, yes. So we'll just say options. the patties in general at Warden Station are better than Islington ones, and you can fight me on that. And you can fight Antonia directly. <laughs> My Instagram is at, at her at Antonia is the law. Come find me. <laughs> My profile is public. Woo. <laughs> She wants all that smoke over the patties. And that's what that was where the humor from that particular episode came from for me because that was the bulk of it. They were talking about apartment hunting and then this happened. <laughs> and I'm like, what oh okay. Forget this burrow is, beef. It's about this is it's about the steak. Patty beef. Patty beef. Of the beef patty, huh? <laughs> yes. You're so funny. That's why you're here. <laughs> For them jokes. For these jokes. <laughs> I wanted to highlight a moment of black Canadian awesomeness. I'm going to say this artist's name is Backwash. I don't know what to do when the kids throw just random X's and words. I, I'm old enough to know that I don't know what to do. <laughs> so I will say that. So going forward, we, I'm going to say it's Backwash. Anyway, Backwash won the Polaris Music Prize of $50,000. And they describe their music as hip-hop meets metal, which my brain is all about. And that makes them the first black transgender female in history to win the prize. And yeah, that's yeah. so dope. So I'm, I've been stalking Apple Music to when the album's released. I will have it to know what 
hip hop and metal sounds like. Because <laughs> in my old brain, it's just Rage Against the Machine, which I love, Wait. but <laughs> I know there have been some years in between. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> hip hop and metal. That's, yeah, your brain goes to Rage Against the Machine for hip hop and metal. Should I say swollen members? What are we saying? Yeah, that's who I would go with. Okay, that's fine too. <laughs> Around the same time. So, <laughs> I mean, wasn't Nelly Furtado singing on a hook? Like, come on now. Yeah, Nelly Furtado's like... Mm. I love Nelly Furtado. No, no, I love her, but I wouldn't call her hip-hop and metal. No. No. <laughs> I don't know what to call her. Like, she's... For me, she's too evolved for pop, but she's not exactly R&B either. So what do we call her? Like, like I don't know. She's a singer. <laughs> Woodland creature music. <laughs> she a singer. <laughs> the only hip-hop metal group well, that I liked was uh, Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, you did. Because Bulls on Parade <laughs> go so hard. <laughs> sorry, would I? <laughs> My child mind, sorry. Um, <laughs> the only hip-hop metal <laughs> album that I listened to was uh, Collision Chorus, which was Jay-Z and Linkin Park. Linkin Park is not metal. They're not. At least not in the beginning they weren't, but they... A that guitar was, does not make that was, metal. That was the very beginning. They got... It was very much different. If you listen to their albums later on, you'll see what I'm talking about, but it's fine. But they were, like, the closest thing. Listen, I lived, I get in, it. I lived in rural Alberta, okay? Like... I liked... I, there are a couple Linkin Park jams yeah. that I still ride me with to this to day. Linkin I'm Park, not judging. <laughs> me listening to Linkin Park as one of five black children in this tiny town <laughs> was, like, revolutionary for everybody else, Same. including myself. <laughs> Same. That album did things for me. Man. What a time. Anyway. Yeah. White people it. turned me on to to rock at an early age as well, given who I was who I grew up with. But that was also the grunge era. So that was Metallica. That was Nirvana. That was Guns N' Roses. That yeah. was that was, was Green Day's first album. That, that was Soundgarden's well. first album. That was and I'm like, yo, I'm I think I'm a better person for it. But true. what'd you say, John? It was mostly the only stuff on the radio as well. So That's true. Good point. That's very true. I will say Windsor was an outlier. We had dope commercial radio and lots of options. So uh, I had like four-ish working channels. Aww. So. We had four hip-hop channels. We had some really good. Um, our college radio was was super dope. We, um, see, I mean, we had um, Centennial, Seneca, UT, uh, York had one. See, that must have been cool. That's but dope. Like every sat, I mean, Saturday there was probably three, three or four radio shows easily that were hip hop, um, reggae, re- soca related. Um, yeah, I mean, Battle of the Beats. Um, yeah, there was. I think it was Battle of the Beats or Freestyle. The Freestyle Battles. They had those on the radio. Um. Yeah, no, they were, I mean, they were really high-powered shows. Um, See, that's Played really a lot dope. of Canadian um, content, played a lot of, um, yeah, just a lot of underground. I think Windsor's hip-hop. campus. Thursday was another day, day, too. Um, Sunday. Yeah, throughout the week. College radio was really um, forceful back in the day. Yeah. That's so that, cool. That sounds awesome. That's, I would, I would offer that trade for well, the, honey the commercial jam. radio ad. Oh, yes. Honey Jam is going that's forever. What Shout that's, out. That's, that's, yeah. that's what's, I mean, it stemmed off from, um, who runs it? Oh, uh, what's her name? name? I got to meet her last year. She, um, yeah, she's from, uh, I believe she was on one of the radio shows. 
She's My dope. sister got me a baby tee from Honey Jam one okay. year. Very much time stamping when I would have gotten this shirt because it was a baby tee. <laughs> yes, baby Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was dope. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Toronto's been pretty strong for underground hip-hop. But I think there's only, I think the one black station now is uh, G98. Is that what Flo turned into? No, Flo turned no. into, um. I don't know. What that oh, is. shoot. It's something else now. Yeah, because that, that was a thing. I think yeah. G98, they re-solidified that. Yeah, it's something like um, black-based, music-based um, radio programming. Yeah, which seems wild to me. Well, I mean, they play they play international. I mean, Sundays, I think it's like, you know, dedicated to, you know, African, um, anything else in the diaspora. Yeah, they just, I don't know. Spora, sorry. As a person diaspora. who's... As a person who's not (laughs) from here, didn't grow up here, but visited here often enough to the idea that somewhere as as diverse only had one. That that seems weird to my eyes. And I'm sure it's more than frustrating and locals will have opinions about why that is or how that came to be and all of that. That's not what I'm saying. But... (laughs) Not, I'm sure it's not for lack of trying. It's that it seems weird that there isn't more than one. True. I remember we used to get uh, WBLK here too, but that was like an American station. I believe that was. Um, but it would come through this end. So that was a lot of fun. A lot yeah. Of R&B. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, the for me to say that growing up in Windsor, I had good radio. It wasn't Windsor's radio. It was. It was Detroit radio. So <laughs> I'll give you that. Ah, oh, man, radio stations. I did wish that my university and like college radio stations were better. I mean, they did what they could. Yeah. And it was, like, nice. You know, we could employ some students, whatever. But, like, no one was tuning in and being, like, super hype about being a part oh of yeah, it. Yeah, we did a radio station in um school. I forgot that. Um, yeah. In high school? Champlain. We had an hour or two. Okay. Thursday. Okay. Go off, then. That's dope. Can't even remember the name of it. That's where you laid down your freestyles. No, digging in the crates. I think it was called. <laughs> One deal, he there slip. was some freestyles <laughs> in it. Yeah. You and the instrument. No, no, no. <laughs> One day, one day he'll slip. One day, John will expose his secret life. <laughs> I will catch him slipping, catching clues here and there. You know, moving along. <laughs> moving along. Uh, Jason Momoa is still in Toronto and everyone keeps telling me when they see him post something or when he's photographed somewhere. Not It's not even like, oh, they ran into him. No. It's like, no. Hey, Jan, I saw on Narcity or something else that he was at Cosmos Records or at a burger joint in Kensington Market. Like, I love that okay. people treat you as like if Jason me. Momoa is like 90% of your personality. Everyone's like, oh my God, Jan's going to have flap <laughs> she sees this at least i had, had that at least i had the decency to call you when what's his name was here uh lawrence <laughs> insecure you did call me yeah so there's that at least i saw him yeah you, you saw him with your own eyes <laughs> and i made sure not to text you i made a conscious e- conscious effort not to text <laughs> you when i saw all the things about jason Mo being in town i was like jan's probably got 30 people yeah. Messing right now, being like, oh, yeah, did you know? And you're like, no, because I'm never on the internet. What? I really like, got to stop living my life out loud. Out loud, Jen. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I'm going to start doing it whenever I see a child dressed up in a Batman costume. Jen, I've seen Batman. <laughs> you're going to be like, really? <laughs> yeah. Because that's what it looks like. 
People I, do it. <laughs> it's fine. I have interests. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty open about these interests. <laughs> Feel free to discuss these interests. True. And he's still here, no? I assume so. So, I mean, chance you may or may not run into him. You can get another photo. <laughs> like a better one. Uh, my I'm just kidding. That photo is amazing. <laughs> You can get. I personally <laughs> never look better in a photo. You can. You can. My own wedding <laughs> photos are doomed because <laughs> <laughs> they won't. You can get a photo. You can. You can try to recreate the one that you wanted to do. Yes. No. No. But also, <laughs> uh, he had the photo I have of him. He had recently cut his hair for a movie, so I would like a photo with him with long hair because that's my favorite. And he's got like more tattoos and stuff now too. So yeah, more a few like more. badass. A few more. Yeah. Either way. <laughs> She has a light in your eyes. I, I observe <laughs> Jason Momoa from a very safe distance because if I get too close, my brain breaks and nothing good comes of it. <laughs> and that is that. <laughs> on that? On <laughs> that. I'm going to get back to my Jason Momoa specific coloring book. <laughs> and uh, we'll take a short break. <laughs> Ah, yes, it is time to get into a segment we're going to call What You Saying? And things are still weird as ever in this COVID world. But production is back up and everybody's back in Toronto, as we mentioned. Jason Momoa has been spotted and everyone likes to tell me. Um, Battle of the Blades is back up and I'm watching it. So if someone wants to talk to me about it, let's talk about Battle of the Blades. Because, of course, why does Canada ever need Dancing with the Stars when we have this? How many years is Battle of the Blades? This is season six. Okay. I thought for sure we'd run out of people who knew how to skate by now, but turns out everybody is born skating. (laughs) Except me. Except me too. I've been denied as a Canadian. (laughs) I'm wobbly. (laughs) Newborn dear. Very, very uncomfortable and not confident on skates. John, are you secretly awesome on ice skates? Um I was okay. That means yes. When was the last time? Goodness gracious. Um, Very long time. Okay. Dang. (laughs) Very long. Not like a couple winters ago, you skated downtown. Downtown Canada. No. (laughs) I can't even remember where or what. Do you own skates currently? No. Hey, we're back. We at Not That Sorry, we're a group with opinions and attachments to very often ridiculous things. Sometimes we like to sort them out competitively in a bracket. So we plugged in all the deadliest warrior type data and compiled our eight seeds and now invite you to join us as we share the results of this edition of The Ship. One by one, we will discuss the eight picks chosen by us and on social media Vote between the three of us, two to one wins, until we have a winner of the championship, like the Blue Bombers in what might be the last Grey Cup for a very long time. Oh. All right, so we've got Skookumchuck, BC, against Calgary, Alberta. And then we've got Bridgewater, Nova Scotia, against Montreal, Quebec. First matchup, St. John's, Newfoundland, against Yellowknife, Northwest Territories. Now, I personally have been to St. John's once, but years ago. I've not been to I either. I loved it there. But I very much want to visit Yellowknife in the summer where it's safe and there's sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> See, I want to go because I've seen Twenty Eight Days of Night. Oh no! Well, now that you've said that, I want to go to Yellowknife in the winter because northern lights and cold and cold and stars. 
until someone tells me that you can't see them in the summer. <laughs> they're just, they're just, it's uh, just or tell me when winter gets mild. <laughs> they're crisper. <laughs> they're they're crispier in the winter time is what I hear. And you have you have more of a balance of day to night. Yes. Tell me when that is, and I'll come. During that time, <laughs> I also just hear from so many people who aren't from Newfoundland that St. John's is like the hidden national treasure of Canada. I've it's heard that gorgeous. so many times. And then, cause I didn't like hearing it from my new friends was one thing. Cause I'm like, you're biased. You love that. You know, that's a great place, blah, blah. But so many people who've never lived there or went there were like, wait, this place is actually really amazing. I'm like, okay, well one day I'll go. Yeah. It was, and I really should have looked up these names before I started talking about it, but there was, there's an outlook that's kind of a park and it's uh you you climb uphill a little bit and there's a bit of a it's a I think it's a preserved historical site because that that spot was uh, a tower where the Titanic's distress call came in ah yes so there's this big and you can see just way out into the deeps of the ocean from this spot and that's gorgeous on its own but to to have that that bit of history i guess with it because that was a, a pretty epic mm-hmm. um capsized ship so yeah but even the drive to that point is really cool and there's a lot of cool plaques to read and it was just really really nice i was there during the summer so i won't speak to the blizzard geddens that happen they all look awful <laughs> like those are the fil- those are the photos I feel like we always see every year of the snow imprints, the door imprints on snow and the yeah. snow going all the way up to like rooftops and madness. But I feel like, like there would be so many areas in Canada where that can be your story. So to hold winter against a Canadian city is to just <laughs> rule out a Canadian city. I feel like those opinion. places are only in the east, though. Like I'll ever see stories of this in like Nova Scotia, PI, and Newfoundland. Yeah, I, I never. Coast get wild. Yeah, yeah, and like maybe up north. Like I think maybe Thunder Bay has a chance of that, but like sure. everywhere else is like yeah, oh, anywhere anywhere that's getting that's near water yeah. that's getting snow. They're yeah, like John catch. said, they're getting walloped. Yeah. <laughs> like that's literally what winter feels like out there. Like you're just getting whacked. That's fair. Yeah, I was in um Halifax when they had a snowstorm. Oh no! Oh yeah. no! So dang, real winter, yo! Yikes. That was right after Hurricane Juan too, like a month, a couple months before Hurricane Juan. So I remember seeing pictures of that and going, "Wow, that's awful." <laughs> Good times in the Maritimes. Yeah. <laughs> is that Sounds a slogan? I was like, "Is that a slogan?" Is, is that, that on the license plate? Tell, tell me. Yeah, <laughs> tell me now. Is <laughs> that also like a small town newspaper? <laughs> Good times in the Maritimes. Yes. It's a community flyer. I love it. <laughs> it's a thing out there. I'm <laughs> Um, I did get, I did do the super cliche touristy things. I did get screeched in. I did bring home a couple bottles of screech to, I don't know, light fires or power my lawnmower because, (laughs) oof. Sounds like the new five hour energy. To grow hair on my chest. I don't like overproof rum. It is not to be meddled with, but also like the screech process is a little different than Caribbean overproof rum. So the flavor is very different and. It's good if you can do it. <laughs> it's good if you can do it. <laughs> That's the only way you'll be, like, you're just, your senses are shocked, and then they're like, oh, here, kiss this fish. You're like, okay, because 
screech. I mean, at that point, <laughs> anything is possible. No, yes. <laughs> like you, they could say jump into this vat of whatever. You're like, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, Literally, yes. Do you feel anything? Do you hear anything? Like, yeah. Hi, hi, hi. I do love an initiation, though. <laughs> Not yeah, gonna lie. I, I love a tradition. I, I hope that the those from St. John's don't think too badly of it because me as a tourist had a had a really good time doing it like yeah. i hope that's it's not just huh some other tourist doing whatever like oh, i really they're, enjoyed they're, myself they're, they're, they're beyond that <laughs> <laughs> like i hope you're at least like laughing with me at me i would even take that <laughs> but just don't be like i hope you're not outright against it <laughs> i'm curious oh I'm curious to see what the the effects of tourism on this country is, um, even just domestically. Mm. Oh, I'm sure it's bad. Yeah. yeah. Cause yeah. I mean, our our tourist specific towns like Banff and Whistler, and yeah, where uh, they always have international tourists who stay for yeah. months. <laughs> and international like like seasonal employees, right? All the like Australian workers who would who would come in too. So the Australians, there were so many Australians every single year, and I'm like, yeah. hi, snow though for real? <laughs> yeah, you know. It's like surfing. I guess. They love it. <laughs> That's what we hear. It's not. It's not, it's like not surfing. water, water, water. Yeah. <laughs> you got frozen water and you've got water water. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you've conquered everything that's out to kill you in the wilderness in Australia, what's what's a bit of snow in Canada? What's an Literally avalanche nothing. or two? <laughs> Literally nothing. <laughs> when snakes are coming out of your toilet. Mm. Um but for me, I think my vote's going to go to, it's tough, but I think I'm going to give it to St. John's. I'd really like to go back, but and as much as I do very much want to go to Yellowknife, it seems for me very time specific, <laughs> like summer only because I'm a wimp. <laughs> I don't have the proper coat or footwear. <laughs> so. I guess I am a sucker for punishment, so I would want to go to Yellowknife. I want to know what it's like up there during like a really rough season. And I want to know just what life I is like there. Show you the movie. Period. Yeah, it's you're vampires. Right. You're <laughs> I just wanna, I wanna see it. And for what I've heard from people, and there are a few dogs there. in movies. I'm down for that. But vampires. But vampires. What's a few vampires we've survived coronavirus? You know what I'm saying? Listen, we haven't survived it. It's still happening. These are sp- um, these are sprinting vampires. Okay. You're at home. Not like, not zombie. Like vampires. World War Z vampires. <laughs> vampires. Oh, thank you. Like with stylish fur coats. They were in Alaska, but they're not that far. Also, like Twilight vampires. <laughs> no, no, these ones just want to take out the town. Thanks. Yes. So, John, you're the deciding vote. Uh, I gotta go with Northwest Territories. Yellow knife. Yellow knife. Yeah. What? What? Mm. Yeah. Twenty-four hours of dark. Dark. Or sunlight if you go in the summer with me. <laughs> Why can't por- midnight golf? Por- <laughs> I'll try them both out. I'm, I'm willing to try them both out. Yeah, we can do both. Isn't daylight savings time here bad enough? You're right, but also so dark. But we'll be in a different. <laughs> so much colder. <laughs> How about here? We can compromise. We go at the cusp of <laughs> like just from just dark set to me light. up in a really worn, brightly electronically lit or tons of candles, whatever lanterns. I don't care. Cabin. During those days of night, yeah, we can find <laughs> just, that. Just leave me there. You all do whatever dumb things in your twenty-three hours of dark. <laughs> I 
We'll be holding down the fort. <laughs> Jen's like, no darkness shall enter like, this hut. <laughs> cabin, fuzzy slippers, <laughs> day lamp. <laughs> just day lamp plus like, light. <laughs> like what am I what am I inviting seasonal affective disorder for? Like what am I what am I doing that for? <laughs> Don't you want to see what the outside looks like? <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen pictures. I've seen movies. <laughs> I can look out the window. We'll find. We'll just. We'll find that seri- that period of time where we're on the cusp of winter to out the window, t- like night to night to dark, night to light. But also the dark few times light. I've had to work overnights, my body freaks out. <laughs> so for that to just be existence with no b- reprieve, that light is coming. But like I weirdly want to see this. <laughs> I can't. Hands. Probably makes me a monster, but like I kind of want to. But see also, that. those from Yellowknife, please tell me all the ways to cope because it's still populated. So y'all clearly figured it out. <laughs> tell me, tell me what's done. I'm sure we could find a really cool bar or something. Things are just going to be open whenever, right? So we could go find a really cool like place to be in that does cool know. stuff. What if there's axe throwing? We could do axe throwing there, and it'll be well lit. And then we'll just, like, maybe there's an underground tunnel that's all lit as well, too, on our way back to the house. Like, I don't know. So you're just in daylight the whole time. Are <laughs> moose domesticated? Can I ride one? Like, what do we what do we got here? <laughs> I will need a ladder to get on one. They're tall. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want, do you want someone just to boost you? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Gracefully, okay? <laughs> Gracefully. Oh, man. So yell knife for that win. That's exciting. Yell knife for that win. Yes, absolutely. We could all, like John said, we can go winter and summer. Yeah. <laughs> and by we, you go in the summer. Yep, I will, I will catch the second yeah. the second trip. Uh, our next matchup is, what did I say it was? Skookumchuck. Skookumchuck? Skookumchuck. I keep wanting to throw an H in there, and there is there is no H there. Um, Skookumchuck, BC, which was a, a John pick. I had not heard of this town before now, and this is why I'm struggling to pronounce it badly. Versus Calgary, Alberta, where I have been quite a few times. John, since this was your pick, tell me all about Skookumchuck. Uh, Top of the World National Park. What that is? A national park. Yeah, but what's in it? Grass. What do you like so much about it? No, I mean, it's got amazing camping ground. It's got, uh, especially up by Fish Lake, Um, three-hour hike from, uh, what a three-hour hike from uh, where you park, and then it's an uphill Walking alongside um, a rushing uh, water bank, huh. so it's far below what you're elevating. Uh, lake is a glacier water runoff. Woo. It is stocked with fish, but um, just a magical place. Okay. And it's only accessible basically from by airplane. So if you something happens to you, it's a wrap. There are too many places like that They're in great. BC. <laughs> Survivor man. It is. It is a Wolverine territory. So. Oh damn! Shouldn't you have started with that? <laughs> I guess all that would have put. What I was off. hoping for in this answer is like, oh, cool, like walkways and like established bridges and this big like <laughs> overlook to a, a nice thing. Oh. Not what like about fight John? for your life and also the Wolverine. <laughs> like we should. And then you can maybe look at something cool <laughs> if you survive the night. But we should have known Adventure. that. Adventure. You know, John. John loves the Survivor man. John. Naked and afraid. I hope you're all learning Alone. about Alone. what John is. Yeah. <laughs> Who <laughs> is on this podcast? <laughs> a dead redemption. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Rolling with the homies <laughs> in the wilderness. So you can find John there with his horse. 
and his long rifle and his fur trade. What is? <laughs> yes, I'm a rancher. Okay, uh, okay, okay, okay. Need to okay. win it with okay. a couple, couple pet wolf dogs. Yep. Whatever's necessary. Interesting. See, like species, and I will. I will say, I will bring my. I will blame my very southern Ontario upbringing on why I think when I hear National Park <laughs> and the image that it that it pops up in my head is not what you just described <laughs> at this top of the world National Park. I'm like, oh, so you can like hike some glaciers. You can, like I said, nice, nice it's overlook, take some yeah. stairs Top somewhere. of the world. So I can't remember what the elevation rate is for. <laughs> Like, but you're up there. So right? now you're telling me my nose is going to bleed. <laughs> I'm going to hallucinate way. and then be eaten by a werewolf where horses can't go because I'm sh- maybe they're sensitive to altitude as well. I don't know. Are horses <laughs> up there? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It is accessible um, by horse. So. I've got a world of problems up there. <laughs> I can only access it by plane. So let me just fly over and I'll take a couple of pictures and be like, there I was. <laughs> like, there's John. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. No, it, it it is an awesome place. I would recommend anybody. John will have a message written in the area. in the dirt saying, "Keep going, Jan. <laughs> <laughs> you can do this, Jan. Yeah, nothing to see here. Don't sit there, Jan. <laughs> it's got an elevation in excess of two thousand two hundred meters. Good lord! I saw the gray. <laughs> so that yeah, that elevation sickness. And he that's too what survived. He did. Look do you know how many they started with? <laughs> but he too survived. <laughs> Listen, he, it is a speculated survival at best. Right. Yeah, the park's um eight thousand seven hundred and ninety hectares. Listen, let me tell you straight up right now. Altitude sickness is no joke. And so I'll be voting for Calgary. It is awful. <laughs> it is absolutely awful. I'm not built for this. <laughs> I will wait I will wait in Calgary for John's postcard. <laughs> That he had to take his horse to the general post to get to me <laughs> by air. Amazing stuff. Once a week. <laughs> I was like, it sounds incredible. Over here being like, wow, I also sound hilariously ill-equipped. <laughs> yeah, you definitely don't want to wear just random shoes or stuff like that. You gotta, and you're packed up because you're camping there. So, yeah, stock up. Do you have to do the entire three-hour hike to find camping spots? I or is there places to camp spots. along the way? Maybe there are along the way. But yeah, a wolverine den. Uh, <laughs> well, sometimes it's your time to go, you know? <laughs> if it's your time to go, it's your time to go. That sounds awful, but also really exhilarating at the same time. You know, it's just, uh, it looks like Fish Lake's the only place to camp there. I like and that's three hours in? Temporary. It's built there, yeah. So this would be great if, say, this area of the world, if we did that, say this was in, in Yellowknife during the 23 hours of day, <laughs> hiking that would be, I'd be okay with that because I could still see stuff. So My is, fear is. <laughs> is Skookumchuck the closest town? Yeah. To? Yes, correct. Okay. Okay. I'm still voting for Calgary, <laughs> I I've been there what, four times? I've been able to take in some CFL games. Uh, Alberta beef. So to get a burger out there is just, uh, you mint. do that. You 
nothing nothing as cool as like glacier water or whatever but like <laughs> listen calgary for it's me the Bow river true yeah. calgary for me also means um <laughs> being in line with the mountains so like calgary for me means uh, like proximity to to the to the good stuff because i had first listed canmore but i was like do i actually want to live in canmore i don't think so it'd be too much of a good thing so i could live outside of it do my city thing whatever else and then just be able to drive the shorter distance than from where i used to live to get to banff and then all the things along the way to banff and everything else like yeah. all of the all of the different cool little areas you can see before you get to the main area incredible like mm-hmm all the different lakes, all the different other things. Like, it's just incredible. But Calgary, yeah, I think <laughs> I think it'd be great to visit Top of the World National Park. Even then. Maybe <laughs> even just, like, the beginning part of it <laughs> and, like, see you off. <laughs> um, but I, th- I think my skills... I, I really appreciate that. That's yeah, one I of the greatest skills you guys We'd have. only hold you I back. Know it. We would yes, really only you. hold you back. So you. Yes. I, I don't... So I'm going to have to go you with Calgary. You two are pretty good people, you yeah. know. <laughs> Like, it'd just be really me with people. my gun out all the time. You're like, <laughs> like, what was that? What moved? What was that? What was that? What was that? You Cuts. coming for me, Wolverine? Cuts I like me you crying too. in the I corner. Like you too. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be me complaining about my feet being sore and then sitting down and crying for half an hour because why can't we turn back? Can we like, camp here? <laughs> my boots are so heavy. <laughs> what know? did we pack? Why is this so heavy? <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I'm going back. You're like, it's 9 p.m. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> Can we it's drive one of the John crazy? With the bear things, you gotta put your food up. Yeah. So we drive John See, crazy. See, but then I'd also want to be up there with the food because I don't want to be camping on the ground where there's wolverines about. But they climb trees too. Like See, either that, way you lose. That to me is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna leave you two. We're gonna say our farewells. Appreciate See you them. off. You. We'll see you. We'll watch you until you disappear. Like Thank I need you. I need my horse to also be able to fight. So you. whatever animal that is. Get a war horse. They fight though. Well, I mean, do they stand on They their stomp and they move. I mean, pretty much right. modern day police horse right Like now. they're kicking Wolverine so that I don't I don't have to stay up to try to make sure it's not eaten in the night. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <sighs> Anxiety. <laughs> Jan and I'll be in Calgary, uh, tracking your process progress with GPS. Uh, I'm not sure GPS works up there. Never mind that. That well, about that. Someone will have a drone of some sort. I don't know. <laughs> You'd be able to make sure you're okay. <laughs> we so will call you know where my vote is. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and I'm sorry that you're alone. Ooh. I mean, that Calgary advances. But that's what John <laughs> wants to be is alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, build your luxury cabin up there. Yes, I will hike to your luxury cabin. No, no, no. <laughs> we will fly <laughs> to the luxury cabin. I will parachute in. We will. We will get a helicopter sort of. <laughs> to your luxury cabin. I'll make sure that there's uh, the government. Make sure that there's prohibited to fly. But I have a friend who went last summer and went to the, I think it was the Human Rights Museum, said it was gorgeous and yeah. had a really nice time. And I hear there's a really nice, I want to say, maybe jazz festival that goes through there. That'd be dope. Summer so, things. So, yeah, <laughs> I would like a Winnipeg redemption. <laughs> but also, a Calu would be really nice, too. Northern Lights. Yes. Getting the real, like, I feel like I could get that same experience that John was talking about at the top of the world, but less in danger of being eaten by wil- <laughs> by the wilderness. Less Wolverine. Uh, also, um, accessibility to hospitals. Yeah, so. I feel like I can dress for the elements, but not prepare to combat the wilderness. So I'd much rather do. Just a first aid kit, huh? No. John. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
<laughs> Swiss Army knife in case you got to do surgery. And until I see you at the gun range, I don't know if I'm trusting you out in the <laughs> not the top of the world either. I need, need I need to, to know. That. I need, need to, to know. That. You can we hit the do target. need to arrange we that. To arrange that would be not that sorry. Yeah. Gun gun activity? No, it's yeah. not. <laughs> Field trip. Field trip. Mm-hmm. Gun activity. <laughs> my my vote is for a Callaway because Same. that that would be something completely new and different out of my range experience. Um, type of people I would be around mm. and the the entire way of life way of life would be like nothing else I've experienced before and I would like to. Yeah, I would definitely love to go to a Kelly like that and be able to observe gently from the <laughs> from the sidelines of what goes yeah. on and, and how people live and you know, just the normalcy of, of life there that would be so cool. Like I a bucket list is to be able to visit all of the provinces and territories in Canada. Same. But the northern ones are the ones I'm the most intrigued. Most intrigued by. Same. How about well, you, Jen? That's already a two to one, but will they get a three and oh? I'll have to go with Nunavut. Yeah, you Yay. will. The Callaway with the sweep. <laughs> Winter Peg, we will see you in the summer. Yeah, because when I you can't. Are <laughs> when I You're can't. not trying to freeze us to death. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Just know, every time I see photos or hear stories, I'm like, y'all still here, though? Like, <laughs> My sister lives there. She's been living there for that's a long time. That's right. In Winnipeg. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. My brother lives two hours outside of it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. In Brandon. Brandon. Yes, which we literally... We do their weather. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you look up Brandon, don't make the mistake I did of zooming out too quickly, because you will lose the city. <laughs> oh. <Womp. laughs> <It's> very tiny. <laughs> Womp. Calloweet. All right, so our final of the initial matchups, we have Bridgewater, Nova Scotia, and Montreal, Montreal, Quebec. Quebec. Quebec, I have Montreal in particular. I have a very complicated relationship with. <laughs> so tell me more about Bridgewater so I can pick it. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> this is another camping-related situation. Oh, John. <laughs> <laughs> Why are Tell we surprised? Us more. But like, why are we surprised? <laughs> Who lets you pick? <laughs> so there is an island there, like uh, that we went. We had the canoe to. Do we take a canoe or do we get a boat? No, someone dropped us off there. Um, and Are you blindfolded? <laughs> no, it, it, I mean, <laughs> it was an island. You know, it was a nice size island. We, um, you could walk it, take a couple hours, and you. It and it was shared with goats. Huh. Okay, that sounds uh, this sounds nice. Non-threatening. Yeah, I mean it's an island. What's unless these are murder goats. I don't know. I mean, unless, unless there's an invasive species random of wolverines there, I don't there. know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was pretty cool. It was a pretty dope spot. Nice, quiet area. Beautiful. Nova Scotia. Um, Halif- sorry, Nova Scotia in the summer in general. Um, is very beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, I can't remember. Recall another cabin that we went to visit where it was but there was another um another dope spot but this one was extra special extra special because of just getting there and you know shutting off to the rest of the world and goats and goats and goats just like roaming Uh, yeah free roam just roaming kicking jumping 
Those are so too. animated. Especially when they jump off of other things. I love oh, yeah, we movies. had like a whole beach kind of to ourselves, private beach. So it was really... See, that's hype. Montreal was the first place where I learned about um, like squeaky like curds and like knowing when like poutine was is like ah. fresh. Because like having poutine anywhere else, it's just like here's some cheese curds and some gravy, whatever. But they t- obviously take it very seriously yes. in Montreal. So when I bit into them, I was like, what is that? I think my brother-in-law. Well yeah, we were traveling. We were traveling out to PEI to his parents' um, like cottage out there. Like our family was meeting up with his family there. And we pit stopped in Montreal on our way. And so we're eating. He's like, oh, yeah, the cheese is supposed to make that sound. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then it confirmed also with like our, our server. He's like, they're like, yeah, they're spo- if it doesn't sound like this and it's not fresh. And I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I've just been eating subpar mediocre foods in this Culinary entire time. Lessons. But it was just cool. And, like, you learn so much about, like, different, you know, ke- like, Quebecois, like, food and everything. I do very much enjoy like wandering around Montreal and like um like Quebec City and other places too cuz like the history and everything like that's always so super dope to me. Yeah. And I finally got to be there in the winter time a few years ago. Yeah, old Montreal is stunning. Stunning. It was freezing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My brain was cold and that really like shocked me cuz I hadn't felt that type of cold since leaving Alberta. Yeah. So it was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. But I will I'm going to have to give this to, <laughs> to Bridgewater because it sounds I mean, goats. That was the winning point for me. <laughs> yeah, I want to camp on a beach. Like, camping for me, it being outside is fine. Being in danger outside is not. So, <laughs> so that's where I'm going to, I'll be of much better use to you, John, in a Bridgewater setting than I would be at the top of the world. <laughs> unless, I don't know, unless I'm a, a shooting prodigy when we go to the gun range. We'll see. But if I am, then I'll be like, fine. I can, I can beat wilderness. I can shoot it. But if I don't have to... And we're just, hey, outside, chilling on the beach. Got a fire going. We're just laughing at goats. Yeah. yeah. Hanging out, chopping it up. That's nice. That's we can nice. we can portage a little bit if we wanted to. But what if nobody comes back for us? On the beach? We build a canoe. Mm. I don't that seems like a more likely scenario of escape than Skookumchuk. Than mm. Top of the World BC. That just seems like, oh, we're dying here. Yeah. Of exposure. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> Top of the World's my next vote for next round. <laughs> it didn't make it out. What? We voted for Calgary. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to put our lives in peril, and we said no. We said we'd send you. <laughs> yeah. And you said you and were you fine with that. And you sent us a postcard yeah. in Calgary. You said that you were okay with that, and you said that you'd make your cabin a no-fly zone. Yes. <laughs> So and we where would we would visit you by helicopter. Yeah, we would have to be forced to hike to get to you, which then cancels us visiting you. <laughs> you really got to think about it, eh? <laughs> you yes. put those out there. Like How I said, do we outside really is fine. <laughs> I will make the trek. Wolverines are endangered, I'm sure. Or at the very least, a protected species. Super hungry. I was going to say, I was literally just going to say, they're hungry. There's only a few of them left now. Yeah, they're hungry. They're eating your horses. <laughs> I'm scared. Because you're out in their house. <laughs> make peace with the land. Uh-huh. I don't want to. <laughs> make peace with you. Can I make peace with land from here? Exactly. Can yep. I acknowledge its its strength and its honor and its gloriousness from here? Yep. Yep. So and not die in it? What's the vote? <laughs> Who won that vote? Won? I'm voting for Bridgewater. Same. Okay. Fine. <laughs> John's like, I'm voting for Montreal. Montreal, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew it. And that was your pick. Vile <laughs> betrayer. 
All right, our next matchup, we've got Yellowknife versus Akaluit. It is the Battle of the Territories. Akaluit. Really? Yeah. I'm I'm very much invested in in like the culture of that of Akaluit and, and the people who are there and all that. Like I want to like Yellowknife would be great. Yeah. But I think if it comes to the two, yeah, when it comes to two of them, Akaluit gets my it gets my vote. I'm leaning more towards Yellowknife. But I mean the appeal is the same for both places. Yeah. Um yeah, I have a friend who used to live out in Yellowknife and keeps telling me all of the great things and yeah, I've just really developed a curiosity and fascination for it. And actually before the the quarantine I was making plans to go out there in March which is apparently a very the mi- the more mild part and <laughs> You know, <laughs> most enjoyable time to enjoy winter is out in Yellowknife in March. Most enjoyable um, time to enjoy winter. Yes, for those who don't particularly like that it. That sounds made up. <laughs> for those who don't particularly like it. It's like my mom bought me a book about wanting to learn to like math. Yep. My brother got a book that said, I love math, and my book said, I hate math. But it was it's still a math book, but tried <laughs> to make math fun. That's what liking liking certain parts of winter sounds like to me. See, I appreciate that effort. <laughs> I appreciate that effort. John, you are the decider. Um, I have to start out with Yellowknife, but I'll make my way over there too. You're choosing Yellowknife? Yeah. Okay. This is what we will enter in <laughs> the uh, bracket. All right. On the other side, we've got Calgary versus Bridgewater. Bridgewater. <laughs> yeah, it seems... Uh, Pretty straightforward for a town I've never heard of yeah. before today. He said it's an island? Well, it's no, it's not oh, it's an not island. Bridgewater is a town, but there's, you know, camping that's grounds. That's where you that's where you take your canoe to the mysterious Goat Island? That's where, you know, Goat Island. get your last bit of provisions. Yeah, if goats. I put in Goat Island into Google right now, will it give me Bridgewater? Like, I just <laughs> I picture John's camping trips as very much as the Hateful Eight. <laughs> Not wrong. I travel with better company than that. All right. <laughs> okay, so your life is not a Tarantino movie. But also, <laughs> do you? Not that company didn't choose each other. <laughs> so I'm definitely not going on a trip with a bunch of random people <laughs> like that. Also they, they weren't traveling together. They were well, just holed up together. I mean, I'm all for adventures. Whoever comes along the way, you trip fall yep. and stumble Out bounty upon. hunting. Antonia, you vote Bridgewater? Yeah. Hands down, she says. Because, I mean, I've already been to Calgary. Like, if it's Calgary versus, like, some other, like, if it was Calgary versus Winnipeg, I would chose I would choose Calgary. Yeah. <laughs> Slight shade to Winnipeg. <laughs> but also because Calgary gets, like, Chinook winds in the wintertime. And it's nice when you go from minus 40 to plus 14 randomly. Yeah. And apparently m- the migraines that ensue with I that pressure I mean, that part, that part we could do without. But it's nice They're to be, like. Savers, though, when that happens. Absolute lifesavers. Um. I'm undecided yet. John, what have you got? Uh, <laughs> Cal- Why are you looking at Bridgewater. me? Calgary. <laughs> Bridgewater. You've been to both. We're still going to be friends after Extensive this. knowledge <laughs> of both places. The Bridgewater Island, yeah. All right, that's a two to one. So it doesn't matter what I choose. <laughs> <laughs> but what were you going to choose? Probably Bridgewater. Okay. <laughs> All right. And now, to decide 
the champion, Yellowknife versus Bridgewater. Fight. Nope, Yellowknife hasn't yellow been knife. there yet. So. <laughs> wow, what? Yeah. This wasn't a fight. <laughs> yeah, yellow hasn't knife. been there yet. So. I guess. Sorry, world travelers. <laughs> when I do something extreme, it's going to be Yellowknife. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, then we could have just picked top of no, the world. No, I didn't mean extreme death. I just meant yeah. <laughs> something extremely different. Yeah. <laughs> From right now. And safe. <laughs> We feel like that should go without saying, but when it comes to John, we have Why to. Why I add that, that we also clear. did that hike at night during the pitch uh, dark? We get it. You bad, but like, why? Well, I mean, it wasn't like a planned trip. It's just one of those things where you're just like, well, you want to do it? All right, let's go. Wow, for you, that seems like a planned trip for me. <laughs> oh, like I'd have to know about it before I went there. Well, that's half the. All the fun. Any place called Top of the World, anything, I'm gonna be like, well, why are you called Top of the World? And then that would lead me to Wolverines. I'd go, well, <laughs> it's been real. <laughs> Have fun with your friends. <laughs> Times. Well, in a s- in a wonderful campaign, Yellowknife emerges as the winner. Victorious. The top Canadian city, for which we would like to visit. Singing as neither one of us have been there, <laughs> but would very much like to. So, one listener in Yellowknife, rep your city. Yeah, tell us where to where to go, where and to stay, else who's mad where to that eat. We didn't mention you. Feel free to. We only have eight spots. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know why your tiny town should have made the list and why yeah. we should visit. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Please tell us all of that because. I'm I'm of the mind that there isn't a bad Canadian city. John Th- said Tim Hortons is not an attraction. <laughs> oh. I don't know who you're what throwing if shade like, at. What if it's on like <laughs> the side of a cliff? <laughs> Does it make it an attraction then? Yeah. No. If it's a Tim Hortons <laughs> in the mountains, do you like it now? What if there was a Tim Hortons in Bridgewater and the go to the employee? Good chance they wouldn't have donuts when you want to go get them. <laughs> <laughs> Who's out of donuts at 10 a.m.? That's preposterous. <laughs> <laughs> Yellowknife, congrats. We're looking forward to visiting when, you know, the travel's world. allowed yeah. and safe to do so. And, uh, yeah, let us know if you agree, disagree, who you thought should have been, uh, who you thought should have been put up in the, in the brackets. We can discuss. So as we, as we close out, I'll remind you of all the ways to get in touch with us. Send your general niceties, waves of love and questions and concerns and all that. Um, s- email us questions at notthatsorry.com. We're also on Twitter at notthatsorrypod and Instagram notthatsorrypodcast. Friend us on Apple Music and Spotify to get upcoming playlists from us because mm. we have opinions on music. <laughs> um, what else can I add? Check check out Uplift Kitchen To, a wonderful nonprofit that our Antonia has started. Yeah, so Up of Kitchen, <laughs> Kitchen T.O. was started by one of our neighbors uh, and myself to assist food insecure families who identify from black, indigenous, and other racialized communities in Toronto and the GTA. Uh, we started in June. We went strong for a few months. We had to take a bit of a pause because COVID. Uh, we're currently looking for a new home, and hopefully we'll be solidifying that soon. But yeah, it's been pretty dope. Um, obviously, it sucks that... There are so many people who need assistance, but we are happy to help. And we have a great team of volunteers who are also so eager and so excited um, 
to put in the time and effort to do what they do, and they make some wicked things. Um, one thing that we're hoping to put together probably next year is an Uplift uh, cookbook with all the different recipes and things hey. that people have made because we keep getting questions from people going, "How do you, what is that? This was really great. How do I make that? And I've had to send out emails to people before with recipes <laughs> from so. what volunteers have made so they can make it themselves. So why not put it together for everybody? Um, yeah, check us out, Uplift Kitchen TO. And be a part of what we do and bring people in. We always need more volunteers. Hopefully, we'll be starting up again in November. So if you can drive, you can cook, you can bake, you can good at PR stuff. If <laughs> you have any sort of social media or any type of media graphic design, that kind of prowess, like let us know. We would love to have you. Wonderful. So thank you all for joining us. And we will uh, catch you next time. We out. Bye. Peace.